Hello, and welcome to the greatest show in the history of the internet, The Trading Desk, with me, Joshua Thanos, and my good friend, Jason Maine. What's right. going on, guys? Welcome back. It's Thursday. We're back. We're going to talk it about is Thursday. It's some my Friday, things. Though. Your Friday. <laughs> so, uh, we're going to talk about some things that you put on your wrist. They may or may not keep time. Some valuations. Yeah. You know, we may talk watches. It's kind of... Cameraman just had a seizure over there. You okay, bud? All so right. We get a uh, 911 call. Nice. There. All right, uh, guys. Yeah. So, yeah, so, welcome back to another episode of The Trading Desk. We're very excited. Uh, things are happening. Last week's show was uh, very exciting. The clickbait title worked. So we're going for it again. But actually, we have some uh, some serious business to talk about. But first, what's on the wrist? J-Bone. I got, got back. This is going to be a uh, fantastic, I realize, we both realized today, this is going to be a fantastic uh, wrist shot series for you guys. Uh, finally got back my uh, Seamaster wave dial, the beautiful uh, Damn, even sexy, patina bro. on the markers, which I love. This was in for service. It's been gone for uh, basically since I got it. I think I wore it for a week. Didn't keep time and def definitely needed some uh, some love. And uh, Mike Michaels hooked it up for me and uh, finally got it back. I think I got it back two days ago. I've been wearing it since. It's been great. It's keeping time. Um, and I, I'm happy. Fall back in love with it. It's got all those. What's that worth? Uh, I don't know. What are these worth? Right? Uh, I would say freshly serviced, maybe two grand. Nice. Open market. So, like, I mean, roughly the same value as this. Yeah. I mean, as mine. So, and. Uh, very easy watch to wear. They're thin. Um, got some cool history to it, you know, being the original uh, 90s automatic Seamaster. So it's the Bond watch. Nice. Yeah. Let's and then, some uh, of the, we got some guys in town who want to come check us out. All right. So uh, let me get all the dirty, the dirt and the fingerprints off my watch. All right. She pretty. So what I have is the now discontinued, which means it's worth much more, Jason. Way is that more. That's the rule of thumb, right? Um, I have the S&P 300. So this is the ceramic but pre-wave dial now. So now it has a name, pre-wave ceramic, 40.5-millimeter uh, um, automatic time date. I love this watch, man. I got this kind of on a whim. I wanted the black dial. This one popped up. I got a good deal. And it... Uh, so I think I've mentioned like maybe a couple shows ago that I travel, uh, obviously I travel back and forth between South Florida and Philly and I tend to leave the watch boxes in Florida and I usually bring three watches with me up to Philly. Well, this week I like, I don't know if I got my days mixed up or whatever, but I woke up on Tuesday morning in a panic because I forgot that I had to catch a flight. So I ended up putting the watch on my wrist and that's the only watch I've had all week. So I've been wearing this in the office all week. I love this thing, man. I do have to take it off the wrist when, I, when I'm typing. Because I don't want to bang it up, especially in front of a, a laptop. Because my laptop is made of titanium. It will scratch the hell out of my... Oh, jeez. If you guys want to see this clasp here. Let's see what kind of damage I've done to this thing. Get a close-up of my clasp. Well, this thing's had a lifetime of... Oh, jeez. It's, it's almost just as... So I, I'd say it's probably... Yeah, that's had a whole life before me. I'm not delicate me. with my watches. So you can see. This is... This watch is... How old is this watch? Uh, 90s. Early 90s. Okay. So this watch is like 25 years old. This watch is like three years old. <laughs> you can see how I wear my watches, but uh, most of that is really banging on my laptop, unfortunately. But it's uh, it'll be easy to refinish. You could probably refinish that watch probably four or five times easily yeah. before losing shape. And the clasp is not that expensive. What's like one hundred and forty dollars? To yeah, to, they're not bad. To order I, don't, a new clasp. I don't know that I would ever like outwardly replace this. I think the I'm saying for my watch. This Yours is supposed is to be destroyed. Vintage, yeah. yeah, I mean it's that's nice, it's man. The Bond watch. I like it. So there you go. We're both wearing. Different gen 
Speedmasters. You got the Bond watch, and I have just like a generic, which I think might be collectible one day. Who knows? They only made like twelve billion of these. <laughs> so there you go. All right. Um, so there you go. Wrist shots. Uh, next order of business, Jason. Yep. What do you want to talk about? This or that? We got a this or that this oh, week. Jason forgot. Oh, we're doing wow. this? Wake up, bro. I was just hoping we were going to admit. Nah, so... All right. Um, so what's yeah. the idea for this or that? This or that was uh, strictly inspired by the trading desk, an aspect that we talk about a lot, which is, you know, trends. Watches going up, watches coming down. Mm-hmm. Um, so believe it or not, uh, six months ago, when you would have looked at those two watches, we wouldn't be comparing these two watches price-wise. Let's say a year and a half ago. Okay. So okay. a year and a half ago, yeah. totally different price point. The AP would have been fifteen grand, and the uh, the Hulk would have been what eighty five hundred yeah, nine grand, maybe eighty three hundred, yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. So figure eighty five hundred bucks. Right. So completely different price point. We're mm-hmm. and today uh, we're looking at the same same basic price point. Yeah, uh, comparing pre owned market, secondary market, right? Right. So yeah, the um, street value of both these watches is roughly what the, 13, 14 grand. Yeah, the Hulk is on a bubble. Mm-hmm. Obviously, right? It's on a rise. Super popular watch. Everybody wants one. Um, right now, the, it's insane. Yeah, it's insane. So, well, if then, it had been discontinued, sorry to interrupt. If it had uh, been discontinued, that would be a twenty thousand dollars yeah, watch. Yeah, of course. Well. So, like it's, we're seeing it's, what's, what, what's going on with the Batman. So, in in a you know maybe maybe even as quickly as next week, this mm-hmm. doesn't work. Right. We don't know because this this is coming down. That could further drop, or it could go a little bit back well, up. That, so, yeah. My pick for this or that is the bubble watch. Um, strictly. The bubble watch? No, oh, this is on a bubble. Understood. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yours is on a on a downward turn. So mm-hmm. um, you know, this is the hype watch, the hype beast, uh, Supreme Hulk. Yeah. Um, I like this watch a lot. I think you know, anytime. If I were you, I'd buy one. Anytime we're talking about maybe when they go back down. Um, <laughs> you know, a Submariner. I think it, it's a hard piece to beat. Strictly between, and I love the Diver. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe not that exact iteration of the Diver, but. Sure. Um, I, I picked this watch because they are what they are right now, and the bubble's crazy for a stainless steel. You know, the Submariner alone, just mm-hmm. the black Submariner, is crazy right now. And then when you want the Hulk, it's just, I mean, paying fourteen grand for a stainless steel Submariner. That's a good idea. Imagine is a lot made of my watch, the SMP. In green. 300. In, in that green. Oh, God. That'd be cool. That looks looks a little bit like the uh, Herod's Black Bay, like that vintage diver. Yes, yes, yes. But Um, Omega. Let's think about green, guys. All right, off topic. Well, I was trying to push Tudor into green Pelagos for They don't listen to you. They didn't didn't like that. They got a cease and assist from. Mm -hmm. Um, But anyway, so my pick for the this or that, the this watch is this uh, Mm -hmm. 116710 beautiful Supreme Green. Yeah, so it's a, that's a roughly between thirteen and fourteen thousand dollars street value watch. Yeah, and now you have a watch with uh, so this watch had what a seventeen seventeen one retail originally. Now this is the closed case back. It's the one five seven one zero ST. If I got that right, so close uh, closed case back doesn't have exhibition like the new style. Uh, the fifteen seven zero three ST has a, has an exhibition case back. So this was a seventeen one retail. If I'm if I'm correct, um, I think. And it still stands. This is my favorite Audemars. Um, it's yeah. very it's, uh, unbelievably wearable. I tend to like a tang buckle over a, a deployant. I like the way that there. It's it's like a super high end Panerai is kind of how I like. That's how I felt about it when I first saw the watch. Sure. Um, you're going to get a higher level of finishing. It sells well below retail value, um, and it went up for a little while. And we'll talk about in the next segment more about AP. But right now, 
in this week, essentially, there's been a little bit of a bump down. So this is a watch that probably traded for a long time around 15. Now it's down probably between 13, 5, and 14. Um, everyday wearable watch. Uh, this is a watch that I would probably have maybe five or 10 straps with. You can put a, a crocodile leather strap on it and you can dress it up. On the rubber strap though, you can wear this, beat the living crap out of it. It's very sturdy. Um, not like the Chrono, which which sometimes needs service. And uh, you know, for my wrist, about a seven inch. I mean, this thing wears unbelievably yeah. well. And honestly, so you have about a seven and a half inch wrist, Jay. Is uh, that right? Yeah, seven. You know, somewhere between seven and a quarter. Fits you as, as well. I mean, if you're going to wear this under uh, with a suit, which I don't know if you would or not, it probably would fit just under a cuff. Um, iconic look from AP. Higher level of finishing on the dial, on the movement, um, the case. Uh, I mean, horologically, it's a better watch, right? You have to agree. Um, no, I don't. I don't think so. Really? I would. I would. I mean, venture to say that it's a. It's a. I mean, three hand basic movement from AP. It's going to be on point with a uh, three hand basic movement from Rolex. I don't know. I think I, I don't disagree. It has I, a high I, level I, finishing. It I has to. hands down. Well, finishing work on the case. Yes, I'll give case you that. And movement as well. Uh, I mean, so hands yeah, down, that's open for me real quick. Let's look hands at the down, this is going to need service way, way uh, farther into the future than that will. For sure. So from a from a like in a terms of being a tank type of watch, yeah, yeah, yeah. the sub is going to be the, the stronger right, watch. A lot so of Seikos are the same way. So though. I've picked the diver before. On the other end of this, against other watches, mm -hmm. I like the diver a lot. Mm -hmm. I prefer the exhibition case back version. Right. Um, Why is that? I I just think you get, you know for the same kind of. Uh, you're paying more for that, though. Yeah, but so for the same kind of like for a uh, diver Come on. style of watch, yeah. I prefer to have the newer generation. There's really no way to distinguish the two until you take it off. Yeah. Um, but Ooh, she's nice. Like the it. the best part Matches about that watch too. that you really don't see, you mm -hmm. can't see in photos, is how it sits on the wrist and how flat it wears. It's super comfortable. But this if is a good watch the, for. Right. I always caution people though. If you're not the type of guy that likes to wear a watch tight, mm -hmm. that watch needs to be kind of hunkered down a little bit to sure. sit on the wrist the right way i got you you can't wear it loose but it is a cool watch well i'd say this is one of the few watches that i that wears equally as comfortable on a flat wrist like mine and a round wrist like yours like your your wrist is a little bit rounder mm -hmm. mine's a little flatter so like you can wear like bracelet watches are more comfortable for you for me if i don't have the balance correct it sits weird because i have more of a flat wrist right. on top so this is one of the watches that it sits. Well, what am I doing? I'm doing a strange. You're doing a wrist shot, but like just holding. Well, I was your doing hand. my yeah, hand. Was, it was not. That's not kosher. So, um, <laughs> oh god. Uh, it, it sits. It sits equally as comfortable on on a flat or a. Uh, are we running a, a poll tonight? So yeah, we are running one? a poll, and uh, let's go ahead and see the results. I have a feeling I might not lose this one, Jay. Ooh, it's close. This is good, you but go. you know what? I think there's a reason why it's close. Because both watches are, are are fantastic watches. We didn't pick one that was a serious loser and one yeah. that was a serious winner. Well, we both this like is a both watches, too. Oh, without a doubt. These, yeah. You could have both these watches. This could be a two-watch collection. We actually, before the show, were kind of like each oppositely picking the other watch. And then it kind of turned it out like... Don't lie to fun. people. Bro. Well, no, it was funny. It was Come like, on. uh, which just one should I... Just because you're losing, Jason. Listen, listen, man. <laughs> now, if you just smash them together and get a green-on-green -green diver... Ooh. Yeah, there we if, go. If you haven't noticed, Jason likes green. A little bit. Yeah. All right. All right, so keep voting. At the end of the show, we are going to determine who the winner is, and then the loser will have to pay for drinks for to the winner. All right? So we, if you want Jason to buy me some drinks, and believe me, I can drink. Keep voting for car. me. All right. So uh, keep voting this or that. I'm going to keep wearing this AP because I like it. And uh, let's get to the meat of the show. We got about, what, 
three minutes left. Is that right, guys? All right. 39 minutes. 39 minutes. So um, so today we want to talk about kind of what the title is. Yep. Um, we want to talk about what's happening, obviously, in the market, but also what's happening with AP because out of the blue. So after SIHH, the 1159 came out. People were making fun of it, but, you know, AP has been as hot as it's ever been, right? Uh, Royal Oaks. Uh, are selling over retail. Mm-hmm. Um, all the models were up. Uh, we saw the offshores not as hot, but we know because they're a little bit of a larger watch, not as many people can wear them. So they, you know, people picked when they thought of AP, they thought the Royal Oak is the watch to go for. So those watches went berserk. Right. So what do we see this week, Jay? It's interesting because um, what we saw is very similar to what we saw when Swatch Group started open up exclusive stores and mm. boutiques okay and those of you that are new to the industry um you know what is that uh how long has that been seven years now uh yeah six years seven years mm-hmm. um back in the day you know you would only be able to go to like a mono brand store like torno where i was at the time or something similar to that and you know look at a couple different brands at once uh, there there really wasn't uh boutique stores you mm-hmm. couldn't just go look at one brand right mono for the most stores, part yeah. right mono brands so um you know swatch group pioneered this concept with the omega stores and and having these boutiques brightling followed suit mm-hmm. um now it's commonplace you know they're like luxury boutiques they really don't sell a whole lot of watches out of each store but it's more of like a establishing a presence and you know uh, a footing um so similar to that uh they saw drastic sales drop when they when they so what Swatch happens is right Swatch Group did so I think that's what's happening with AP. I think they over exaggerate how many watches they were able to sell on their own mm-hmm. versus what uh, you know multi brand retailers push sure. on an average. So now you're now you're absorbing all of the of the uh, production mm-hmm. and you're you're narrowing the channel in which you can sell it. Right. So I also think that a lot of the hype behind what AP was doing the last year was uh to some degree a little bit uh artificially created on their end in terms of like you know marketing dollars and making like the 15202 uh seem much more desirable in the secondary market than the the 15400 um you know and then so we're seeing also stuff coming out of basel which kind of put uh kind of put a uh like a a hold you know people are waiting for the 38 i mean not not basel sih sorry yeah. Um, like the 38 millimeter chronograph, like sure. is slowing down the 41 millimeter. Sure. So we're seeing a little bit of that. You think so? I think so. I think a lot of people are going to wait and see. Um, you know, I talked a little bit about too uh, some business practice stuff coming out of AP. Like I had some customers tell mm-hmm. me that they were approached for like full deposits on watches ahead of time. Okay. Um, stuff like that. So I don't know if it's all necessarily. I don't think any one thing is pointing towards why AP is slowing down, but I think it's kind of a perfect storm. Kind of, we're sure. seeing a lot of different attribution. Um, well, so I mean, I don't know. What is your take on this situation? So I mean, I, so do I look at this week's like slowdown because it's mm-hmm. literally like I haven't seen this in a like it's it's something literally like been like six days. Right. It's but it's just weird. It happened overnight, right. and and what I noticed was. Like, so one of my customers asked me, why are you asking so much for that watch? Which, that's an email, that's a question we get all the time, right? Usually it's a negotiating tactic. So the first thing I do is, let me go to Chrono24, eBay, and other dealers that I know who actually own these watches, who buy them for stock to resell them. Let's see what they're asking, right? Because I can, I roughly know what their margins are, so I know what they paid for. And all of a sudden I go to a few sellers that I know who are solid and serious buyers and sellers, and I'm like, all their offshores 
they dropped their price by like 15 or 20% on right. asking price on the website. I'm like, well, what's, what's this all about? So they go to Chrono 24 and I see it too. I'm like, holy crap. Like, what's going on? So in about a six-day uh, period, I've seen not so much for the, uh, for the Royal Oaks. Some of the Royal Oak Chronos drop very like a smidge. Um, the the 15400s have all kind of stayed. It seems like I haven't seen like a right. downturn on that. But because the other models have dropped, like I'm more hesitant to spend more money on a 15400. Like few few you know a month ago, I might spend every last dollar right. on a 15400. Now I'm like oh, maybe I'll let it go because if I own this now and I got 90 days to sell the thing and in, and in 45 days this like this turns out to be something real, right. then we're going to lose money. And that's right in that's the middle of turn. obviously that's yeah. how we're, we're buying watches. To sell in the next ninety days. That's kind of it's all what, speculation, right? But that's how we speculate. Like, right. what what what's going to happen in the next ninety days? Hopefully, some watches. Obviously, if it takes a year to sell a watch, then I have to think about it. All right, I'm not buying it for today's market. I'm buying it for the next year. Sure. So I don't know if I have a reason. I I, I like to reserve my judgment. I don't know what's going to happen. Um, I think if you ask some of the guys in the office, uh, you know, they're thinking that well, you know, maybe their business practices. Maybe they're maybe people are feeling like, well, it's too hard to get these watches. They went too high and people are turning off. Okay. They are an independent brand also. And one thing that we've noticed in the last like three years or so is the rise of more independent brands. You have the Jorns, of course, you have Laurent Ferrier, you have Moser, you have uh, uh, Romain Gautier, mm -hmm. uh, a lot of micro brands. And I think we talked about this on another episode about how it's easier to market your brand and cheaper to market your brand than it ever has been before. In the past, what was it? SIHH, Basel World, you know, people fly in, they meet you, they see you. Now with with Instagram, yep. with the with the rise of the internet, it doesn't it's it, you post some pictures. A little bit of creativity and, exactly. a, and, and a thumb and you're good. Exactly. Like, you take yeah. a good picture, you have a good story, and there's guys now looking for these brands. So maybe it has to do with the competition. So people are maybe getting fed up with AP as an independent and they're looking for another brand. I don't know. It's only been, it's literally been I a will, week. Yeah, I will, I will pump the brakes a little bit. Like we're not saying it's a fire sale, right? We're not saying that they're no. the next Panerai. I don't think it's coming it's, out that way I don't, either, though. Yeah, I just. Is uh, it a fire to, sale, Jason? <laughs> to be clear, <laughs> we're seeing a hiccup and it's our, you know, we have a show, yeah. which is called The Trading Desk, where we literally talk about trends in the market and it's, it's a six day trend. So whether it's a 14-day trend and then and then we normalize um, or it becomes something, either way, it's worth keeping an eye on well, and it's worth mentioning. Could be a couple of things. So like some of the – maybe the one dealer who I saw who across the board dropped his prices and I know him pretty well, maybe he needs to raise cash and he decided, all right, these are the watches I'm going to drop for that reason. You know, there it could be a singular reason, which the industry is much smaller than people think. You know, there's probably less than 100 serious dealers. Right, we're one of the largest, but even the smaller guys have a pretty big market share because their name's out there, and, right. and it's hard to tell how big a dealer is. So, but one dealer who has maybe fifty APs can affect the market by dropping all its prices. Sure. So again, we don't know what's happening um, with AP, but it is something to look out for. Uh, I'm seeing uh, a gentleman who calls himself Tim Masso Sunglasses. So I didn't know he had his own account. I didn't even know he had fingers. Tim Masso Sunglasses. I haven't seen him in a while. Does he wear them? He's a no, Tim Masa Sunglasses is a regular viewer. I see him on the comments. Oh, on the chat. No, I, mean, right. I don't know him personally. But. Okay. Well, so he says BLNRs are, are listed for 16K, which is true. Um, he said 116500, so ceramic Daytonas and steel, are listed at 25K. I haven't seen that yet. I don't think they're quite there. The uh, definitely approaching 23 mm -hmm. um, for a white dial, you know, depending on how complete and oh, new. Yeah. But 25 is... Uh, 
25 is getting up there. Well, so we're seeing maybe that's it too. So at $25,000, you can get a Royal Oak Chrono or a Steel Daytona. So this or that, Jason? Speed, like bonus round? Right now. Uh, I personally do not like the Daytona, so I go AP on that. Right. I mean, I like the Daytona we're a lot. we're talking just to keep the watch. But you're paying right. double retail for the Daytona, under retail right. for the Chrono, and, I mean, if we're talking about horologically speaking, you get a better watch with the with the, um, the 2633 1ST or the 26320ST, which are the 41 Chronos. My money would be on the 39 Chrono, which is more wearable for me. Um but it's, I mean, it's hard to, it's hard to understand what's happening now. Steel is worth more than gold right now, and if you look across the market, there's different levels of, of value, and it's hard to see where to spend your money. Right. Um, so, is AP, you know, is this so, the beginning of a so, downturn in AP? I'd say. So, if I was, if I had to bet my own money, a substantial amount of money, if I got to put up five grand right now, whether or not it's going to go up or down, I'd say it's still going to go up. That would be my, where my money goes right yeah. now. But if this lasts for another, say, month or two, then I'd be very wary. So I, I, yeah, I would want to see what happens in the next five days um, to get a much clearer understanding of what's going to happen. But if I was going to bet my own money, I think what happens is now AP slows down and it becomes much more linear than, okay. it, than it has been in the last year. Because in the last year, it's been just a, a rocket right. race to yeah. the top. Okay. Um, so now I think with all the dealers closed and them going, you know, mono brand. Uh, with launches, one of the things we didn't mention was like the 1159 affecting uh, right. people's confidence in the brand, um, which, which we is got, we got a little picture up there for first, you. So our first thoughts were, blah, it's disgusting. But I, I don't hate the watch as much as I first felt. You know, my I think the watch is okay. They can I change do. the dial, they can yeah. salvage it, and it's not a bad watch to have in the in the in the line. So I am seeing some uh, in regards to that. Mm -hmm. So I'm seeing some uh, uh, comments. So Selton Photog says. They introduced the 1159, and their CEO talked down to the buyers. So people, so people's bleh will take time, take a lot of time to heal. So this gentleman, as a buyer, says that you know he feels disrespected by the CEO of AP. Maybe that's the case too. You know, um, well, I think the chronograph is certainly a, nice a little easier to swallow than the three hand. It's not that bad of a watch, but the three hand just uh, what happens is the three hand like highlights the dial which is the only part i don't like about the watch mm. so the chronograph i think takes some distraction away from that sure um but you know whether it's people's confidence being shaken by the 1159 or some of the other releases or the business structure i think it's only gonna i think it's only right now a slight hiccup but sure. worth mentioning yeah um but i do think that you're gonna see like a much more uh calm torque curve to, to ap coming soon it would have to be so it's, yeah. it's been straight up so you know flatten out all right so we're Neither of us are bearish. Uh, I'm optimistic, but I tend to be a little bit more optimistic than Jason is in general. Um, and he thinks it's going to flatten out. So there you go. That's our assessment on AP. Another brand that we want to talk about, which sometimes hurts me to talk about, is, my, is our Italian friend Panerai. Right? So, uh, I mean... It depends. What, if you're heavily vested in them... So what you're seeing on the, on the oh screen yeah. right oh now yeah. is the brand new Bronzo, the 968. The watch itself... Separate from the market, fantastic watch. It's it is a bronze, three eighty nine or thirteen eighty nine, right? So uh, ceramic bezel. If you haven't noticed, Panera has fallen in love with ceramic bezel submersibles. I think it's not a bad thing. It makes the watch look fantastic. It makes it look more cutting edge, and it's very unique to this brand, right? Because the ceramic bezel on this watch looks unlike any other ceramic bezel. Sure. The watch itself is fantastic, but from a collector standpoint, the Bronzo 
has always been a watch that's been coveted. It's the watch that trades stronger than any other watch in... in uh, it's the strongest pen, right? For uh, a regular production piece. I mean, there right. was... Now, all the pre-Vendome pieces have tied up, kind of tanked. There's really no market for those watches. So, the Bronzo is the one who endured. I'm scared that this Bronzo is going to hurt the market for all other Bronzos. Well, it has to. It, it can. So, what I've been heard, the rumors are this. The watch is boutique only, which helps because mm -hmm. there's no discount. It's also like a roughly $18,000 sale price. Is it worth that? I don't know. Um, it also will be a thousand pieces of this model, and from what I understood originally was there will only be a thousand pieces of this Bronzo every year. So now the correction was every year they're going to make a new Bronzo. It'll only be a thousand pieces, and it'll be slightly different than the year before. If that's the case, now the Bronzo is no longer highly collectible. Right at that point. It's hard to say what to do with Panerai from a collector standpoint. If you like to wear watches, Panerai is fantastic. Under ten thousand dollars, I love Panerai. Over ten, you got to do a lot of thinking. If you love the brand and you don't care about real resale value, go for it. But if you're looking to buy watches to collect and trade, it makes it really tough. You know, right. I've had multiple guys call me and say, saying, "Hey, I've been offered this Bronzo. I don't really want to wear it. I'm, I want to buy it just to see if I can sell right. it." Is it worth over list? And while there are people listing them for, you know, in the mid-20s right now, I don't know if that holds. I don't know anybody who's paid over that now. So my answer is wait and see. Right. I think uh, it's a slippery slope. It's If you're heavily vested in the brand, like, oh, I feel bad for all these guys that have the, you know, all the pre-vendomes, all the – because that stuff's just – uh, it's hard it's to say never, you feel bad for these guys. I mean, listen, uh, I'm if just – If you're spending your lunch money on those, then yeah, you Yeah, I mean, well, you shouldn't be on any watch. But – so the thing is, is that it's it's now become a wearer's watch. Um, yeah, you know, and and like you said, I don't know, I don't That's even know if I like though. fire off ten grand. Like I'm, I'm extremely comfortable with anything in like the five to seventy five hundred dollar range. Sure. Um, you know, like my five ten, I I haven't I haven't said, oh man, maybe I should sell my five ten before it tanks because the what the thing's never going to be worth less than you know thirty five hundred bucks, let's say. Mm -hmm. Um, but if I owned a previous generation Bronzo, I'd be scared of this one. Right. Well, we've seen a drop in the, the blue bronzos drop for some reason, slightly unexplained. The 382s, so like if you're looking if you're looking behind the curtain for us, I am being more conservative on 382s and 507s because of what happened to the blue bronzo and now the release of, of the 968. Right. So if somebody calls me, I actually had this conversation the other day. A customer bought a bronzo from us 20... 13, a 382, right. paid market value for it. It was a fair sale, high 20s. He wants to know what I buy back for him. And he did, we could not make an uh, could not make an agreement because I told him, like, listen, I can't bet on this watch in the next 90 days. So I'm going to have to be conservative, which it doesn't make sense to sell right now. So I told him to hold on to it. We have one right now that if we sell for a good market price, then we'll feel more comfortable and we'll spend more on it. But it's just, it's tough to to make a, a hard money bet sure. on a watch right now when you see the brands in flux. I... I've waffled back and forth on on what Panerai is doing. Um, at first, when I first saw those uh, the new um, uh, all, all the new editions, I was like, "Holy shit!" Uh, you know, Panerai is going the way of, of Hublot, special edition right. thing. Then I saw it was actually you know the selling these like, watches experiential. Yeah, it was like a targeted sales campaign, which made sense and makes sense. Like, yeah. And then I'm looking at the new models. I like them. They are going for the 47s, but the watch is a little thinner, so I think they might be more wearable. They're trying to 
have a clear divide between the lines too. So submersibles are about new technology. Ready mirrors are, are about you know uh, uh, history. So we'll see. This year I think is gonna is gonna show us a lot about what what happens with Panerai. If Panerai can shore up their models, get a good direction, and um, you know create more demand, and they not have to you know yeah. dealers don't have to discount the watch as much as sell it, which we're seeing that already. Uh, for a while there, Panerai was a watch was a brand that knew you could find a discount pretty easily. Sure, the discounts have dried up a little bit, and I'd like to see that because I like the brand and I want them to keep going. Um, but I mean, they got a you know a new captain at the, the yeah. helm, and yeah. I think I think I'm looking forward to seeing what happens in the next twelve months with Panerai. I, I think it could sure up a little bit. Six eighty two, by the way. Somebody said they love it. Sorry, I yeah. interrupted you. I apologize, no. but. Unbelievable watch, fantastic yeah. watch. The forty-two submersibles was the was the best thing they've done in the last three or four years. Uh, we had a rose. What, what was the rose eighty-four? Yeah, Josh almost lost his mind when he saw that watch. It's, it. it's beautiful. But unfortunately, so, now the new Bronzo looks like that watch. Oh, come on. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens in the next uh, couple months. I think Panerai could make a comeback. Uh, I've said it before. If they scale down. Uh, how many SKUs are in the inventory? Which it looks There's like a they're, they're going to try and do. And so. I'm one of the only people on the planet who knows most of the references, and I'm still I, I can't keep up with the new references. Yeah. Um, I want to. So there's somebody named MM on our chat box who says M&Ms? this is. I don't know. So this is the most biased channel. Okay. I don't Thank know. you for your comment. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think we are biased towards what. All right. Um, I feel like I'm pessimistic towards pretty much everything. You hate everything. In a phone call. All right. So, guys, um, man, I'm not going to do that. I'm a sales guy. All right, guys. So, that's our thoughts about the um, uh, about AP, a little bit on Panerai. Let's pull up the poll, the this or that poll, because it was pretty close. This was like one of the most serious this or that. No jokes. Look at that. All right. So, still pretty close. You know I what? Mean, still, I think the uh, I'm not going to get up the way like that. that was two close. points closer than it was before, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, still pretty, pretty, pretty good. That's right. All right. Still beat your ass, though. Yeah. You're buying drinks, bro. Habiki on you, brother. All right, guys. So we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. Was that a 30 minutes? All right, guys. They wanted to keep it under 30 minutes. We're right around there. Should be good for the views. What's that? This is where you start. Okay. Just roll the end credits. (laughs) No, no, no. Don't roll the end credits. So, guys, we want you to subscribe to our channel. We're up to what? what 72,000 subscribers. It's unbelievable. I remember when we had zero. It's unbelievable. It's amazing. We're very, very impressed with ourselves here. Also, check us out on Instagram. Check us out on Facebook. Um, another season, season three, season three of The Classroom is going to be launched when? Tomorrow morning. You can watch me talk about things that I may or may not know about, but it's a classroom. I'm the teacher, so you got to take my word for, for facts. Um, Mike Michaels is on it. Uh, CQ, who else? Is John, John Callahan. John Callahan, all the greatest teachers, really just the greatest teachers classroom it's going to be on at 7 a.m so wake up early 7 a.m yeah i don't know 7 a.m is that like the classroom on? you gotta class wake up session. early for class okay 7 a.m classes in session uh my first class will be on panerai so if you want to learn about the history of panerai that's basically what you just did no no no. that was the market uh-huh. this is the history this is all about why i love panerai mm-hmm. um but yeah, go ahead and check it out. Uh, subscribe here. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Mr. Thanos. Jason doesn't have social media, so don't follow him. Uh, give me a call on my cell phone anytime, if- and uh, see you next week, guys. Bye.